This portion of the show is brought to you by Gutter Helmet. Get more info at GutterHelmetNAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. I never even heard of this one until I was scouring through Fox Business News. Rage Rooms? Yeah, me neither. Never heard That's of it. That's a new one. Rage Room owners says say growing number of customers are engaging in sex acts and tense makeout sessions. Um, they have Rage Rooms where spaces are available where guests can spend time in a private room also smashing various items such as plates, televisions, Radios, tables, and more with blunt objects, according to a report in USA Today. That might be a sign. I don't know. Or maybe it's good to get your frustrations out. I mean, they got this girl here. She's got a, like a baseball bat. And she's smashing a bunch of monitors and stuff. Yeah. I bet you she's worried about the environment, too. Oh, that's in Helsinki? Oh, is that in Helsinki? Okay. okay. All right. Well, that, that says a lot there. She does have safety glasses on, though. So I oh, say. Yeah, she needs eye protection. It's not sure. real rage until you can possibly get a glass shard See, the, through your the eye. The weird thing to me is that, I mean, normally you think someone that um, gets enraged and needs and then starts hitting stuff or punching holes in the walls, it's kind of like a knee-jerk reaction to something going on. But this this rage room, you got to plan that this is out. planned rage. Yeah, that's yeah, planned. That's, that's true. Yeah. How many times have we we've been in a rental business for a long time and there's like, there's a hole through a door and I'm like, I had one, recently I had one like through it, through it, through it, the shub, the, the tub surround, like the, yeah. the bottom. I was uh-huh. like, that's like a hammer or something. I mean, that, that took a little <laughs> I pre-planning. Don't as well. yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know either. Yeah. I didn't get a police report or yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess that's the way we're going. Now, it used to be when you did something crazy, you know, and there'd be like a red flag going up, I guess. And I guess, I don't know, this is the new psychotherapy. So talking to somebody in a chair behind you, yeah, you just smash the heck out of my, I mean, we got a lot of monitors. How many monitors do we have Well, yeah, you in know, storage, you shoot at it the old with ones, your gun or which, you beat it with a bat, I guess. And that's, I hate That's the sh- two ways to dispose of the old monitors. Yeah, and I hate the shooting at because I'll be out... You know, when I can't go to our, our good friend's Timberline out there, you yeah, know, when you we're go like, to anywhere, yeah, you, the, you go to an outdoor one if you're like, especially from down in Verde Valley, I yeah, see a TV. I know. I'm like, oh, no. And yeah, you're not supposed on. to do that, I obviously. Know. I, know. I mean, we're trying to like pick up our shells and stuff, like not leave oh, anything. Oh, we clean up after us. Yeah, so and then we take we bring, other stuff. You know, targets yeah. or anything, we, t- yeah. we pick them up and leave. I get yeah. to the point where you put down a, a, a drop cloth. Yeah. And you just yeah, that would be, grab it all and take it away. Yeah, but anyway, rage rooms. Interesting. Interesting. And he said it grew out of the pandemic because people were you know enraged by something probably the government probably locking being down forced to stay in the yeah, house forced, all the time forced to stand yeah, yeah. all right we, we got a lot for you today we're going to work through the list uh don't have any guests today if you missed eli crane yesterday I'm podcast up there you're not a guest when you're here multiple times a week i mean <laughs> okay. when, when does someone who's who's in the house all the time all of a sudden you know and they're just going in the fridge <laughs> no longer a guest i think okay. i think you're at there's a couple of people like you and mark and Bruce and a few right. others, Rob, they're, they're, yeah, not guests. Anyway. I've been elevated. You've been elevated to a, I, I don't know. Talk with Jeff. Well, you're back at least from LA. Talk, and we'll talk about that. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. We'll talk about Rage in DC. Got some Arizona news roundup items as well and a lot more. So stick around. Uh, before we do that, if you're enraged because the last time you sold the house, you didn't get top dollar, maybe it's time to call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by eXp. She's helped a lot of people sell their homes for absolute top dollar. She knows how to market them. She has the passion to do it. 
she's done it for people that have come on the show, regular guest co-hosts that come on. They're like, oh, yeah, I went through Kelly. Mm-hmm. I went through mm-hmm. Kelly. You probably know someone. Why don't you give her a call? If you're thinking about selling your home, you want to get top dollar. You want to have the best person and the best team on your side. And that's definitely Kelly Broadus. Here's her number, 888-446-5602. 888-446-5602. And she's got a really cool feature on her website where you can get instant valuation on your home. Go check that out. You don't even have to tell if you don't want to call her, which I don't know why you wouldn't. But if you don't want to call her, you just want to go get the valuation in your home. Go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. That's northernarizonafinehomes.com. All right, start with some national stuff. Sure. Okay. Representative George Santos. Remember this guy, Long Island Republican uh, representative in the House, now says he will not seek re-election, which is good news. This is the guy they, did they sanction him? And he's had all these ethics complaints against him. Uh, a report just came out, I believe it was yesterday, and he got uh, like a preview of it a couple hours before it went public. It's from the House Ethics Committee um, on all the stuff that he's been doing Prior to the election, this was a crazy election that this guy had. And here's what part of the report says. The evidence uncovered by the investigative committee, the ISC, revealed that Representative George Santos cannot be trusted. That's not a good sign when you, that's like the crux of it. Well, he's made like some weird claims about certain things that they turn out to be false. Yeah, and he's there's questionable About, like ethnicity and yeah, you know, what his background kind, is yeah, exactly. and all that. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. It goes on to say at nearly every opportunity he placed his desire for private gain above his duty to uphold the Constitution, federal law, and ethical principles. I've been saying this guy's a tool for a long time since before he got elected. I can't believe he got elected. Get a good Republican or conservative in Long Island, which apparently is turning more and more hardcore conservative. It's Mm -hmm. like one of the few places in New York, except for upstate New York, but nobody lives there. Nobody lives north of Albany as far as population. It's all down south. uh, The people in southern New York state don't really care a whole lot about the northern part of the state. Oh, man. (laughs) It's weird because, you know, I'm from New York, New Jersey. I originally, my family was there for a long time. I moved to Arizona when I was uh, 14 years old, and I have no desire to go back and, and ever live there. I've visited... Well, probably twice. Yeah, we've been there two um, times. But when you're in, it's weird because the, the politics is in Albany. I mean, that's where the capital is and all that. But it's basically there's New York City and then there's like everything else. And they right. don't, I talk about if you live in rural upstate New York, which is beautiful, by the way, very cold in the winter and they get a, they get a lot of snow like here, but mm-hmm. it just never leaves. It's, it's, yeah. it's like a, you know, icebox up there. They talk about being neglected. This is the problem in a lot of states with big metro areas. This is what I fear Arizona is going to with Phoenix being a lot of states is going to 5.5 million people in the Phoenix metro area. Eventually it's going to be like it already is. It's, 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 it's Maricopa County, the great state of Maricopa, and then the rest of the state. We'd be better off having the state of Maricopa and then the rest of the state as a state, as would like Northern California, for example, where it's pretty conservative. Mm -hmm. Uh, Colorado, very conservative. If you take away Denver, Outside of Denver and Boulder, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Utah's getting like that, but they're pretty far from that. But Salt Lake City's actually gotten very liberal. Mm-hmm. Look at New Mexico; Democrats have destroyed that state and all the powers in in Albuquerque and 
you know, up by Santa Fe, that, that heavily populated, not super heavily, but most heavily populated area for the state. And the rest of it is pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I still am trying to wrap my, I, I'm sure somebody did a study on this that I'm unaware of, but why do cities go leftist? Why is it that the population centers always go leftist? I mean, it's even happening in Texas more. Very conservative I Texas. I probably would guess that most states have a crazy leftist yeah, cities. Like the yeah. biggest cities are either if they haven't turned yet, they are. They're on their way. Yeah. What is it? The the psyche, the mental kind of makeup of the city folk versus the other half of the country that live in smaller towns, rural areas. Yeah. You know. Big, Why is it not, that not the huge city cities? people put oh. up with the far left agenda and the tyranny and, and all that regulation freaks. and all that. Yeah. I don't know. And, and then get, the rural people just don't. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. He's not running. So, you know, you well, don't hopefully have, he doesn't think, well, I'm going to go for something else. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be president now. <laughs> you know, now that I'm this running, happened, I'm actually, I'm running for I'm governor. Running for <laughs> I'm going to be governor. Okay. Well, New York would get what they deserve at that point. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, yeah, okay, that let, would let's, be. Let's go for yeah. it. Full on crazy town. Uh, let's see. Stupid headline here from The Hill. Trump's violent talk shows signs of taking over Congress. This was after the um, the Mullen guy. Remember this guy? He challenged the O'Brien, who's the head of the Teamsters. Let's talk about. He, he challenged his clip. I still have it in the board. Uh, Senator Mullen was questioning the Teamster guy, O'Brien, who they've been going back and forth on, on X or Twitter. I still call mm-hmm. it Twitter. And he's get he's there questioning him the other day. One, two, Here, here's three, four, five times. And let me read what the last one said. Senator Mullen. Um, said, greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made. This darn committee. Or I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself. And he's an MMA fighter. My wife fighter. was oh. running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. You cowboy. So this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. <laughs> well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop. It's Bernie Sanders. Tell you a solution every poll. No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Okay, so he, he's, he's the mediator. <laughs> yeah, Bernie Sanders is the mediator, okay. right? Okay. I, you know, I haven't heard that because I have been gone for yeah, a couple days. Yeah. So I've been a little bit yeah. out of touch. I played it yeah. the other day. Yeah, so, so Mullen, Senator Mullen stands up and he's like, Let's go, big boy. Yeah. You know, let's go, cowboy. And and he's ready to the fight. The guy's like, I'm not backing down because I'm on camera and all yeah, that. And he's a t- yeah, he's supposed to be the tough guy teamster, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. he didn't look like he was in very good shape, to be honest with you. He would need to pull somebody in who's turned a wrench or something. Yeah, but right? if he were to try and back out of that, he th- they would never let him forget. Yeah, absolutely. That, so. so anyway, so that happened, right? And um, all of a sudden there's, you know, a violence problem in, in Congress, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, this is nothing new. We've had... Senators, uh, and, you know, the, the whole Burr and um, Hamil- uh-huh. Hamilton, Hamilton duel and yeah. other duels that we've talked about over the years, right? Um, but now all of a sudden, because you have a Republican senator stand up, 
And you had this alleged incident where McCarthy elbowed somebody, but come on, there's like, okay, when, I mean, there's really no evidence that anything like that happened. But now all of a sudden the Hill and whoever wrote this is like, Trump's violent talk shows signs of taking over Congress. It's all of a sudden, it's just, they're brawling all the time, yeah, right? it's so blown out of and proportion. What I hate about these, these leftists that are in these newspapers and stuff is, where were they during the summer of love in 2020? Yeah. When places were burning down, when people were just rioting, looting. Where yeah. are they now with things that are going on in San Francisco and all that? And, you know, why don't they remember Maxine Waters when she said that basically you find the, find, find the opponents, find these people at the restaurants and all the Trump hate yeah, and all and that. Remember all that? Face Where and, were yeah. they then saying, oh, f- finally the BLM stuff is spreading everywhere. Finally, Maxine Waters violent tendencies are spreading to everybody right i mean it's just such hypocrisy so but uh so protesters have taken i guess the word of uh you know taking kind of the example i guess of blm protesters here in the u.s they're they're blocking bridges today there was a pro-palestinian blockage in san francisco and boston where they actually laid down so there's pictures of them um, the the pro Hamas people laying down on these bridges to block traffic and mm-hmm. everything, so they're all over the place. And in a big doing city like, like either one oh. of those, could you imagine the traffic snarl up that yeah, would cause? Could could you imagine? So they're calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. Yeah, uh, you know, as we enter what six weeks of you know after Hamas brutally attacked and slayed people uh, mm-hmm. in Israel. So they you know they want the ceasefire. This is growing. It's kind of what 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 also frustrates me is again back to 2020 we had the BLM protests and all that right mm-hmm. now we have the protests the pro Hamas pro uh, Palestine protests that are going on all over the country young these are all young people these are 18 19 20 you know mostly these are these are college right. age kids right where were they and I, I never see protests anymore for like freedom or individual rights like in this country like i'm really pissed that the government's spending 2 trillion dollars more per year and they're mortgaging off my future, my kids' futures, my grandkids' futures. We're showing up in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Or I'm really pissed, you know, at the, something local that could have happened. You, you don't see the protests, yeah, but yet they come right. out for this stuff. Yeah. Or they burn stuff down well, during BLM. the last time I remember is like the trucker rally with, or trucker convoy yeah, um, yeah. during COVID lockdowns. It was and one stuff of the few. And, okay. Yeah. And that one took a while. It did. To it happen. Did. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen in, you know, the first month or two. It was like two years after they, you know, and everyone's kind of like, okay, enough already with the lockdowns and the mandates and all that stuff. And yeah, we're um, finally but, fed and, up. And we're even finally then, that, you know, that's just, that took a lot before people started doing that sort of thing. I'm amazed at what they, what they protest. But I that really was a result of something that really impacted most people's lives. And I think the debt stuff like that th- sort of thing just it nobody doesn't cares. nobody cares because it doesn't really it, it doesn't, so it, they're it, not going to get they're not going to yeah. on that it does uh they don't care because they think they're not being impacted by stuff like that yeah they right. don't understand how they that really they are. are yeah and that there's a you know they'll, they'll sit there and protest that uh, we need to have rent forbearance or student loan forbearance, you know, or for, for, forgive all that debt, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but they'll never get to the root cause of it. They think, oh, the government's got to come and forgive this because big evil corporations have caused this or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it's the government that's caused a lot of these problems, right. yeah. but they won't protest that. They just don't. They don't put it together. And nobody's. Yeah. It's just. It's. I guess it's kind of a boring topic for a lot of people too. 
Well, you yeah, know, I think it is. That's and, the problem. And a lot of people have been brainwashed to think that, no, it's not the government's yeah. fault. Yeah, exactly. It's evil corporations, it's capitalism, or yep. whatever the case may be. Yep, it's too bad. Oh, man, things happening in our schools. I did see down at U of A, two professors got put on leave because they did like this pro Hamas, pro Palestine rant for quite a while in the classroom, allegedly. And then some of the Jewish students were like, Oh man, you know, I don't even want to go to this class anymore. This and that. Somebody recorded the video. And then some of the, 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 the the students there were like, I was reading the article on one of the Arizona newspapers. Um, some of the, um, hang on one second. Let me turn that down. Anyway, some of the, um, students were like, Hey, I'm, I'm mad that I got recorded. You know, I'm, I'm mad that they, you know, because they got exposed. Right. Right. So yeah. it's like all of a sudden it's a problem when it's, so they were put on leave, two of these U of A professors for the rest of the semester with pay. So of course. <laughs> it's like, just get a pay. They went to school. We wouldn't want to teach them a lesson or anything. Yeah, no, that you, no. will, you say that stuff, you get suspended with no pay. Yeah. No, no, no. We need to still pay them. And then they don't even have to work. Yeah. So basically it's like you get three, four weeks <laughs> off before the long Christmas yeah. break, right? Or whatever they're calling it on the campuses nowadays. All right. I'd love to hear from you. I didn't even put out the email address. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Appreciate everyone who sends an email. I will get to a couple of those. I even have a call that came in. I don't, uh, I don't promote that a lot, but I know some people still have the number and send in the the messages, mm-hmm. and I really do appreciate that. So we'll get to that here in just a second. It has to do with my uh, comments on signage on schools. I was talking about that yesterday where the digital displays. Oh, so yeah, someone like had, the marquee. Yeah, we'll hit that. Uh, hey, if you're thinking about refinancing a home, call Kim Dawson with Nova Home Loans. Uh, here's what I like about Nova, which is Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender. You get both worlds. You get the, the bank world, which they have certain structured kind of programs. And then you get the broker world where, hey, let's shop this out. They're, they're going to do either one, whichever one's best for your situation. And nowadays, especially if you're a first-time buyer, you need someone like Kim Dawson who's going to go out there and kind of shop around, look for the best programs, the best deals out there because, let's be honest, you kind of need it right now because the down payment and all that has Yeah, everyone needs quite as much high. help as they can get. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden you got a $700,000 mortgage or something. And you're like, whoa, I got to come up with 70000 or 140000 It's huge. It's huge. And, you know, she can help you. She can find these programs. If you're thinking about buying a home and um, you wouldn't first-time buyer, if you're refinancing a home, already have one. If you have 35% credit card debt and you bought your home maybe a few years ago, there might be a lot of equity there. I don't know. Call Kim Dawson. She'll talk with you. And mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. Get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. 928-310-6458-928. 928-310-6458 or go to novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunities, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. 
Don't forget to save yourself from some money by getting your smartphone fixed at Just Wireless right there on Milton Avenue as I-17 comes into Flagstaff. So easy to get to no matter where you're at in northern Arizona. Just Wireless can fix your smartphone, crack screens, charging ports, batteries. Uh, plus, they have a great line of refurbished phones at Just Wireless. And don't forget to check them out online, especially the holidays coming up. Uh, good time for a gift card. Good time to get somebody a new to them. They're not going to know the difference on a great refurbished phone new to them smartphone go to justwirelessaz.com I was reminded this morning about Arizona's lane splitting law uh, you weren't with me. You already had taken. Olivia had a um, her play this morning. Yeah, she directed. So uh, she didn't direct it. Yeah, it was very good. She she wrote it, mm-hmm. and then she was starring in it as well. And they did. Right. They all did awesome. Yeah, there was actually two plays that were student written. Yeah, the two. Whole thing yeah. was student led. Oh, it was really good. So it was really good because yeah. they're so they're capable of so much. The first one was very uh, a lot of comedy. Yeah, it, you know the the adults and the kids were laughing. Yeah. So somebody wrote that, um, and then Olivia's was much more serious, much more uh, drama related. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, yeah, did did really good. Yeah, did really good. Yeah. So we're proud of her. Maybe she'll be on tomorrow to tell you a little bit about it. But anyway, I was at the at a traffic light, and we're all stopped, and a motorcycle comes up you know, right in between the, the cars mm-hmm. and it's called lane splitting mm-hmm. and it goes to the front of the line. And he was, I was looking at the law. He was doing it right. I mean, he was yeah, probably doing less than stopped. 15 miles per hour. So, but I still don't know if I'd want to do that on a motor yeah. motorcycles. It can be a dangerous thing. Yeah. I mean, you hear about it. Well, and if you're a motorcycle rider out there, you know about it, but I'm just, I get a little leery about all of a sudden you're, you're, you're driving two, three feet between a bunch of cars. Yeah. So I was recently in LA. I think we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. But um, the they in, on the freeways there, and you're going 60, 70. 70. You're going they, like 80, and then you slow down go, to zero. The like motorcycles you. will go in between the lanes, like literally driving basically on the dotted line between the lanes in that kind of speed. And we just literally had this conversation in the car that we were like, I thought that was illegal. Like the cars have to be stopped. Maybe it's different in California. I don't know. But either way, that is so dangerous. Because if you decide you're going to change lanes, and you know how Californians, they just zip in a lane all over the place. And you that guy comes flying up. You don't see him on your right. It's, until maybe it's too late. I mean, it's really it was really scary. Yeah, they've probably just given up there. I mean, you said that you didn't even see any speed limit signs anymore. No, I figure they gave up. They just like yeah. whatever. Like, I mean, if you pull yeah. someone over, uh, the the people are probably going to stop and tip the cop car over or something yeah. because it would cause well, even anyway, more it's really, carnage it, on the freeway. I mean, imagine how much more dangerous when you're 60, yeah. 70 miles an hour in between lanes. Oh, yeah. Point. I don't know what the life expectancy is there in, in California when you're driving around splitting lanes like that in 80, 80 mile per hour traffic. That place is nuts. So you said it was like 20 minutes to go two miles. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I've, I've noticed, and I don't know if all of you have noticed this as well, that the. Mood of, I'll just say in Flagstaff, for example, the mood of the the Flagstaff driver has definitely over the years, it's not as happy anymore. It's, it's, it's to me becoming more and more, not like, I mean, Phoenix is still very busy, Mm -hmm. tame compared to LA, I guess, 
but much more hurried and much more aggressive than it used to be because it's getting harder to get around. Mm -hmm. Still nothing. We're spoiled in a a small city, but it's still, I notice it's not very nice anymore. It's, it's getting to be, and I think we've had so many, and no disrespect to all you that have just got here, you know, three minutes ago, but a lot of people are still in that frantic I, I'm yeah, in Phoenix possibly. or I moved from California to Arizona and I'm just, I'm hurried and crazy. And it's like, right. just remember why you moved to these places to try to get away from the, the insanity, you know, of, uh, yeah, of these big I, cities. I, I because agree. I yeah. noticed out there, it's just, it's a lot more aggressive. I, I guess I should say. Yeah. And I've gotten because a little better. Long to get, sometimes, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah. I just, I got to go across town. Oh, I got to yeah. go two it's, miles away and it takes forever. It took me 25 minutes to get to own school the other day. Of course, someone broke down on fourth street. Yeah. Kind of felt bad for him because everybody just hated them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they were just broke down. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. And it's like, you know, should we all pick the car up and try to move it. Yeah. It's a smaller like sedan or something. Like, Sorry, I got to go somewhere. I'm trying to go. And yeah. So I don't know. All right. Uh, hey, call Zero Res. Um, it, it's time to call them, get those carpets clean before everybody shows up for the holidays, going into Christmas and, you know, don't embarrass yourself. You can get that. You can get that big spot taken out. And Zero Res will take care of that. They got a great special too, so you don't have to break the bank here. Three rooms of carpet clean for $138. Now, if you just you know, dumped a big bottle of ink on the carpet. That may be a little more challenging for them. I did that as a kid, by the way. Oh. And my solution was to put a pillow over it yeah. and hope my parents didn't, didn't notice. Yeah, they noticed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, 138 bucks for three rooms of carpet clean from zeroresnorthernarizona.com. Plus, they got deep cleaning of the tile and the grout joints. That's great as well. You'd be surprised at how grimy those things get. And you don't want to do it with a toothbrush like Angela's done far too many times that starts at like $69 a room. Uh, they also do uh, the vinyl stone, uh, deep cleaning of the stone and all that fabrics on your couches, your vehicles, zero res, Northern Arizona.com. That's zero res, Northern Arizona.com or call them up right now at 928-378-8888, 928-378-8888. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Did you listen to yesterday's show? No. I'm That's what's funny. They, how dare you? Uh, All that so driving I you did to LA? Eventually. Come on. No, I know. I know. You could have listened to the podcast at talkwithjeff.com, but no. Anyway, um, and it was like, it was, Angela was gone, so I did all the, the driving and still managed to do the show every like day. It was like two days. Oh, it seemed like, a, it seemed like a week and I a half. I was barely gone 48 hours. I like spent four hours a day driving around. <laughs> I almost called the kids an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first night, you know, I, I did dinner because you made no, it before I you made left. Dinner. Yeah. I left it in the crock pot. So sec- all I had to do is scoop it out. The second day I was like, you've got what dinner was yesterday or, <laughs> you know, scrounge through there. And they all made their, you know, yeah. they all took care of it. But anyway, yesterday, Olivia and I talked about kind of the weather outlook for Arizona. And it was like, 
uh, it may be wetter than normal. It may be drier than normal. It was something so stupid like that from the weather. So, and it was like so noncommittal. One third chance of this, one third chance of this, or one third chance of this. And I was yeah. like, so you're right, n- no matter what. So it could be like yeah, below average, average, or above average. Any of those three. It could be any. Yeah. You pick. Yeah. But I saw this other article from Next Star uh, about El Nino. So El Nino is that weather pattern that pushes a bunch uh-huh. of moisture in, and they're saying El Nino is back with a vengeance. So I don't know what that means because last year we didn't have El Nino and we had like fifth snowiest winter on record. So you just don't know. But after years of back-to-back uh, La Nina, this winter will be the first in five years, they say with, say, with the El Nino pattern in place. Last time we had this was 2018 to 19, which I don't remember being a particularly heavy um, snowfall winter or anything like that. But they're saying the southern third to half of the United States, including California, tends to be see a lot wetter weather um, when this happens. Yeah, so I think we shall see. However, the weather works, it gets like kind of pushed down. Yeah, that's and so um, the the colder air for some reason is like it hits the southern United States more, and then the northern part tends to be drier and a little warmer than normal. Yeah, I, I you did say driving in from Williams that you saw white streaks up on the peaks up yeah, by Snowball. I was like, oh, there's snow up there. When, yeah. when did that happen? It hasn't. Uh, and why know? is it just in a specific yeah, spot? And I, <laughs> I mean, it only took me two seconds to figure it out, but my first instinct was, wait a second, when did they're it snow? They're making snow. snow. Yeah. It, they're making yeah. snow. I think, yeah. I, I haven't talked to anyone up at Snowball, so don't, don't don't show up there without checking first. But I th- I think that I, I think they open next week. They usually open by usually Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving time. Yeah. And last yeah. year was like their longest season. They opened up right around Thanksgiving, and they could have kept. I think they went into into April May. or May. I think into May, and a couple weekends in May it was like the long. And they could have yeah. went even a little bit longer. I think so. I don't know if we will get that kind of year again. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's it's amazing that they're able. I remember <laughs> I tell this story a lot, but when I was told when when I was on city council years ago that that. Uh, Snowmaking stupid because it's going to be so warm everywhere that you won't even be able to make It'll snow up on the peaks. It's never going to snow in in you know in Arizona again or anything like that. It was just it's some of the it just goes to show you how that stuff is said and people actually go out and protest on it and make decisions based off of that and how inaccurate it is. And then nothing ever happens though. Nothing ever like except I guess I'm saying something now. Right. But in general, it's like, oh, yeah, remember when these idiots said this and then nothing happened? It didn't happen that way? Yeah. Nope, just well, new protests. Start. I mean, sometimes we all say something that turns oh, I out say, to be inaccurate. Oh, or I do that every day. You look back and you're like, well, that was, I was way off on that. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they know in their own mind that... Uh, what they said wasn't yeah. true. Okay, in fairness, yeah. I do that practically yeah. every day. We all do. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I may have done it because I was talking about... I got on this kick about the schools. You know, the public schools get the 15-mile-per-hour school zones, right, where everybody's yeah. got to slow down. Olivia was with me on the show yesterday, and the we were talking about the private schools. They get nothing, and Olivia's like, yeah, I guess, you know, you got to slow down for the public school kids, but, yeah, just run over the, the, yeah. the, you know, the private school kids because it's weird. You'll see there's a school in East Flagstaff. And it's literally a block away from the private school, and they have all the signs, flashing lights. Uh-huh. I mean, there's practically like a police force out there. And then you go one block up, and people are nothing. just zipping by. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. But I also said that I get annoyed by double standards of government that you can have, I guess, exclusions and carve-outs, let's call them, for, I guess, let's call them the special the special class, you know, uh-huh. recently the hospital was a good example. They thought they got a special height, carve out yeah. of 160 feet while the rest yeah. of us got knocked down from nuts. 60 feet <laughs> yeah, to 45 feet. I don't like the exclusions and the, 
Oh, special treatment. Because I think it's a, a sign that, oh, so you're telling me the regulations are a problem. Mm-hmm. You're telling me the laws and the ordinance are is a problem because yeah. it's like economic zones. So you have these places in, around the country where they have a, a, an economic development zone where the taxes are less. And when I see that, I'm like, okay, you're admitting that the taxes are burdensome. Mm-hmm. So if it's burdensome on the special company you picked or the company that had political favors, it must be burdensome. On everybody, right? It's just I don't have the lobbyists to, to, to pay to go get the special sweetheart deal. Right. I probably, and you as a small business owner out there, if you work for a small company, you probably need it more than anybody because you're not a you know major corporation with with super deep pockets. Uh, the, the, it's called the giplet. This was used, I think, I don't think they can use it anymore in Arizona. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but it was uh, property tax abatement for certain companies because they proved to be so economically important to society that they didn't have to pay property taxes. And they came up with this scam where they basically, the ownership of the property goes back to the state or the city or whatever. And so you can't charge property taxes because it's state owned or city owned government owned. Right. And they get to rent it back at some ridiculous price. So they avoid the property taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens all the time or, or building stadiums, you know, with taxpayer dollars and this and that. Well, wouldn't yeah. you like to have a facility yeah. built for your company? Right. You know, with yeah. taxpayer dollars. So anyway, that's a long way around there. But I was saying about these schools, and I, I think I mentioned public schools here in Flagstaff, but also I think I mentioned the community college that have the video they screens, yeah. the TV monitor outside. Mm-hmm. The, and like, that light up? Yes. The sign code in Flagstaff in Sedona, you guys are really tough, is very, 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 very restrictive and you almost need an act of Congress to do anything nowadays. Well, the McDonald's in Sedona couldn't Remember even that? have the golden arches. It had to be the turquoise, <laughs> the turquoise arches. arches. Yes, that's still the case down there. I'm not sure. I think that was so. Little, yeah, but in Flagstaff, you can't have, I can't have a video screen on my private property on a, on a marquee. And even uh, if you have an older building that has a bigger marquee, the, the, mm-hmm. the big signs, you'll see when that changes out, they'll leave something up there because if you, if you have it out for a certain amount of time, the city can come and say, no, you're not grandfathered in anymore. Now you got to get this little plaque that yeah. people need a telescope to see it with. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, as a business, as a business, as a private business, you don't really need much in the way of exposure or you don't need a big screen. You don't need a big marquee, but if you're a government run organization, a school in this case, or a college, Coconino Community College, they need a big TV yeah. that displays. It's okay that they it's do okay. it. It's okay. So they yeah. get an exclusion. Now, I know that these government lands like the community college, NEU, for example, um, even public schools, they're not regulated, believe it or not, as far as building codes and all that by, by the city. They don't have the same standards, I believe. Um, so I guess that's what it is. But it goes to show you, hey, it's good enough for them. Mm-hmm. So I had said that schools and stuff throughout Flag have those monitors, and somebody um, said disagreed a little bit here. Hey, Jeff, the uh, schools on Fourth Street, they don't have those big uh, electronic boards. They just have boards that uh, uh, you put the, the letters into the sign. So just a little update for you. Maybe Thanks, to let maybe the letters in the sign that okay. you switch out and it's maybe lit up. Maybe not it's every backlit. school has yeah. the big light up one, yeah. but some of them do. Sanawa does. Sanawa does. Coconino Community College on 4th Street has a big Coconino monitor. Coconino Community College, yeah. yeah, they do it too. So Not every school does No, have no, some, yeah, some do have some So of them do. he's right there, and I, I don't know. What, what do I know? I don't look at every single sign. But I think I was, I was really thinking about that Coconino Community College sign on 4th Street, the big TV monitor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're not, you, you, you're not uh, under the thumb, I guess, of the local jurisdiction as far as sign code and all that. But if you're in a community, 
which is where you get most of your funding and where most of the kids are coming from, wouldn't you just follow the same standards and say, okay, I want to play by the same rules so that right. people like Jeff don't call me out for being a, you know what, uh-huh. you know, and wouldn't you want to do that? Because it's like, if it's good for them, it should be good for me. I want to carve out. Yeah. I want a special yeah. car. Remember the mall? The mall was a big one. How they uh-huh. got to do the offsite signage. Yeah. They, they created a special uh, mall signage district, like on the overpass and all that with a bunch of the stores on there to help promote the mall. Mm-hmm. Which I'm fine with, but I would like for my tenants on 4th Street to, at the end of 4th Street, put a sign yeah. saying, hey, come down here. We can't Wait, do that for our yeah. business. Oh, no, you can't do that. That's that's not good. Well, it was good for them. That's yeah. The point I'm trying to make is let's just have the even playing field Yeah, and, and cut out the, the exclusions and exemptions. Park place has, has that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah because they were, big, they were all big enough. So yeah. it's just like, but it, the, the little guy constantly gets squashed because you don't have the resources and the lobbying power and you're not developing, I guess, 500,000 square feet or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. You know, but but the, still. the funny thing is that so many people whine and complain about the small businesses and we need to support the small business yeah. owners and, and we don't want to lose our, our local own businesses to the big box stores and all that stuff, <laughs> but they get all the big boxes and they the get big the special places, exclusions. They get all the exactly. the good deals. So, I mean, next time you do a special sign exclusion, maybe just like leave like two spaces up for the little guy that can rotate. Well, and, in and I was out saying, like, get, they get the good deals, the crumbs, and the good deals are provided by the city council, which is very far left in this town. <laughs> That's an understatement. So they're they're. They're just not being consistent no, they're, with what they're they not want and what they yeah. do. So I just say to places like the community college and other places that have the big screen, uh-huh. it's like, okay, if, why don't you live by the same rules? I know yeah. you don't have to, but I, w- I wish I didn't have to either. <laughs> I think I'm going to go put a big monitor out there just to, just to see how quickly the city comes by. Yeah. I, what, what do you think? An hour? Oh, yeah, that would be Two hours? Quick. Yeah, and you guys all know how to get a hold of me. 877-9713-971. All right. Uh, you need your HVAC system fix. You got to call Gettles High Desert Mechanicals. Great family-owned company. You got brothers Adam and Ted Gettles. They've been servicing HVAC units, heating, cooling, plumbing as well. Don't forget about the plumbing. Throughout central and northern Arizona for over 30 years. They do a great job. They've uh, done work for our family. Uh, got our unit up and running. And usually you got to call them. When it's like, it's super hot out and I need them here quick. I need to get somebody. I need to get somebody on the phone or it's, you know, five degrees below zero. It's never the best time, right? And they're always out there. So they always get to you. I mean, you're in Verde Valley, you're in Sedona, you're in Flagstaff, the Prescott area. Give Gettles High Desert Mechanical a call right now. 928-567-2200. 928-567-2200. You can Google Gettles as well. Here's the spelling. It's a little tricky. It's like my last name. G-O-E-T-T-L-S. G-O-E-T-T-L-S. Um, or go to Gettles. Again, G-O-E-T-T-L-S-H-D-M.com. That's Gettleshdm.com. All right. Hit on some other items here. Hang tight. Back in just a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that 
This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Remember, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, they always call Diamond Auto Glass first. They will get that fixed before it cracks and goes to the rest of your windshield. Then you're going to be in it pretty deep, and you're going to have to spend a lot more money replacing that whole windshield. If you're at that point, though, they've got the windshields in stock where they can get them very quick. They've also got the technology to line up those cameras because everybody's got cameras nowadays except for me and my uh, 2003 Chevy Tahoe. It still has a tape deck. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and I don't know, will they fix that? Maybe Diamond will fix our tape deck too, get that thing cleaned. But they'll fix your glass. I know they'll do that. They'll do a great job getting your windshield replaced, fixing the chip in your windshield as well. Call them up if you want to book an appointment, 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or just zip on in there on 4th Street at, at Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. you know what today is? No. It's one week from Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's, it's like I do too. one of the my favorites out there. I, I, I just absolutely it, love it. It is my favorite yeah. holiday. It's a good time. We have yeah. uh, family over. We get a great meal courtesy of, uh, of, of Angela and really the, the kids help quite a bit, yeah, especially the girls. More and more helping. More out. and more helping, yeah. which is good because it's it's a big job. I hear it's a big job. I really don't know because all I do is I cut the turkey and I eat the turkey, right? <laughs> yeah. That's about it. And this year we're going to do some uh, competition with some family, mm-hmm. some BB guns, things like that, where we have some prizes yeah, for, I, for different I targets. Already, I have that already. Yeah, yeah. So that, we did that, started that last year, and that's so it's kind of a second year, second, second annual. annual. Second annual. Uh, but Angela was messing with me because she said that we're foregoing the traditional Thanksgiving dinner of turkey and then therefore having leftovers for something from DiGiorno. <laughs> <laughs> what was this thing? Okay, well, first of all, back. let me back up. Like a couple of years ago, I got one of those instant potato packages. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you just add the water in yeah. it. And I, I'm pretty sure the kids had never, they, they probably didn't know that existed. No. And so I said, oh, I got this, you know, I don't have to peel and cut and add water. mash them. I'm just going to add water. And they were like, Deer in the headlights. No. They're like, what happened to mom? Mom's been taken over by an alien. (laughs) So I was just joking about that. But this year um, I heard about the DiGiorno Thanksgiving pizza, which has gravy, turkey, cranberries, green beans, you know, like kind of all the typical Thanksgiving uh, on top of a pizza crust. And so I said, well, I'm just going to order like five or six of these. And that's, I mean, we're done here. Right. But I like... I'm, I was serious about it. I wasn't going to serve it for Thanksgiving dinner, but like the night before or something or the day after or something. So I've tried to order it twice and it's sold out. It, I yeah. What do you guys I'm got going on? Who's this getting journal. these yeah. things because Some they marketing only ploy. let people order it two times a week. It's only on Wednesdays. Yeah. And the last two Wednesdays I've tried to order it's a it. Marketing ploy. Can't get it. Yeah. Marketing beans. scam. The kids are like, I'm going to have to adopt myself out. It's as a publicity they, stunt. As soon as I they heard really they were eating DiGiorno pizzas I for Thanksgiving. I had some time in the car yesterday to think about this. I think it's a publicity stunt. All right. Next hour, we'll hit on some, uh, I want to talk about incubators, business incubators. I want to get you caught up on a couple other news items in Arizona. Plus, uh, the continuing APEC conference there with Xi and Biden. And now Newsom's involved, too. I'll give you the details. Hang tight. Back in a few. 
This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. Here's an interesting one for you, and welcome back. Angela's here with me. Uh, comments talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Amazon is going to start allowing auto dealers to sell their cars on its site. So you know how, like, you order, like, socks? I'll get to that story here in just a second. You just get a car. Huh. You know, I don't know how they work out like that. Maybe it's going to be, like, wire transfer or something, but I thought that the... And they deliver the, it? Well, I... I, I <laughs> yeah, it's like, does Amazon, who, does Amazon. Is that a two-day delivery? Yeah, I want that the next day. Yeah, I'm going to need a, well, in this case, they're saying they're starting with Hyundai, because, I don't know, I guess, why not? So you start with Hyundai. Maybe they're starting with smaller cars, and it's like in a box. You know, the Honda, little Hyundai car shows up, and it's like, a, or the smart cars, they still make those things. Who has that, yeah. Mercedes or BMW or somebody? Just shows up, and like, man, I feel bad for, like, the U.S. Postal Service and the um, UPS guys. Uh-huh. I mean, all of a sudden now it's like they've had a hard enough time, you know, f- fulfilling Amazon shipments. Now all of a sudden there's a car in the back yeah. of their truck. The, the brown truck shows up and they roll it out a Yeah, they need a, a car, ramp right? out the back. Yeah, I would assume it's some kind of special delivery, right? Yeah. Or maybe the, it's maybe it's the local dealers, so they just – somebody drives it on over, right? Yeah. I mean, how do you pay for it? You use a credit card? Because the credit card, you get hit with those fees. And I mm-hmm. – uh, there was – this was – was this no? This was great before the great financial crisis. I bought that that pickup truck. It was mm-hmm. a used yeah. pickup truck, yeah. and I want to say it was twenty thousand bucks uh-huh. at the time, right? Yeah. Which pff, nowadays, yeah, good luck good finding luck. a yeah pickup truck at twenty grand. Yeah, you know, I had like thirty thousand miles on it, and I'm getting to the end of the transaction. Like, here's the credit card because I wanted the airline miles, yeah. right? And he did. They did it, but I don't think that's very common anymore. They're gonna hit you with the the three percent with the three percent. Yeah. Uh, we used to do that with property taxes. The county would, yeah. you just pay the property taxes with the credit card and they absorbed the cost, I guess, but that got too expensive. I get it. Yeah. That wasn't, and we got all these, they, yeah, we got all these yeah. airline miles because more and more people started then putting their uh, property taxes right, in the credit, right. which is great as long as you pay it off at the end of the month. Yeah. I'd hate to see people starting to pile up all this stuff on their credit card yeah. at 30% or 25%, yeah. whatever they're, they're charging at this point. Um, but it does go to show you how much in our society, how much prices are, how, how much higher prices are because of the, um, the credit card transaction mm-hmm. fees. Mm-hmm. I'd say two to 3% on everything. I think so. Yeah. Easily. They've all raised it to, yeah, easily, to cover that. To cover that. So anyway, yeah. So you might be able to order your car on Amazon pretty soon. I still think there's a lot to be said about going in Test driving, driving it, yeah. sitting in it. But then again, I mean, you've been, you've bought a car and you walk, you know, you drive up to the lot. What, I'm always like, I'm driving in a lot and I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk, yeah, you know, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Don't, they're just on you, you know? And it's like, I mean, okay, we could say all the jokes about yeah. these car salesmen, uh-huh. car, but, and, and if you're a car salesman, hey, you're out there working hard. I, 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 know, I get it. Yeah. But you know, you know, the stigma <laughs> attachment, yeah. it's like, oh man, they are on you like a, I won't even say the, say the word there. Yeah, but buy your car. When is it going to be when we just get the car, you just order it and it self drives? Oh. To your to your yeah. place, you know, it's yeah. just like it just shows up on its own, you know. Just yeah. hey, my God, I'm, I'm here. Text you, I'm here. Come get me. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. Uh, let's hit on some news items going on. Talk about this uh, conference that continues with Biden at the APEC summit there. I think it's called APEC in San Francisco. Uh, before I do that, remember it is Thursday, which means mini sliders at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. 
just north of downtown, right there in the Basha Shopping Center. I love these mini sliders because you get, uh, I think you get two toppings with it. Mm-hmm. So you pick the two toppings you want. You get, I think there's two of them. Uh, that'll fill you up almost by itself. If you had a cold drink yeah, on top of that, good. great drink specials at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. You add a cold drink that fills you up a little more. You order something off their four dollar menu, like maybe their Pozzoli or something. You're doing pretty good. You get out of there without breaking the bank, and uh, really good food as well. Great mini sliders going on. Remember, they have these specials going on during lunch as well, so especially tomorrow, Friday, you want to take that extended end-of-the-week lunch. Stop on by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Okay, so Biden is meeting with, has been meeting with President Xi Jinping of China, of the communist, you know, Communist Party, China, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the tone is changing in China. It's weird. I guess that's when you're a totalitarian, top-down type of society. All of a sudden you can send out the message to the media. What I'm hearing is all of a sudden the rhetoric against the U.S. is just, it's like it was turned and flipped almost overnight over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of a sudden everything's good, copacetic. Everybody's trying to be happy and all and all together. Maybe it's just because of this conference. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's switched on a dime. I wouldn't trust the Chinese Communist Party as far right. as you could throw them yeah. uh, because they would like to throw us somewhere, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, but the tone has definitely changed. But anyway, so they're over there, um, or the APEC conference in San Francisco, and – Biden was hanging out, and there's Gavin Newsom. You know, according according to Biden, and the governor of California, obviously, like the greatest governor since, who's a great governor? I don't know. We can't think of any right now. But anyway, he he, he said this. I want to talk, because there's all the speculation, you know, about Gavin Newsom being the fill-in for Biden when he finally says, yeah, I really am too old, and I want to, you know, ride my bike Mm -hmm. and hang out and walk around the beach. Uh, without a shirt, sniffing, you know, strangers' hair, thing, things eating like the that. ice cream. And eating ice cream, yeah. Uh, he said this about Newsom, who was, I guess, in the audience there, you know, doing a selfie. Uh, I want to talk about Governor, Governor Newsom, Biden said. Uh, this was yesterday during a reception for APEC leaders. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. Wait, let me repeat that. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. <laughs> Is that right? Is that a Biden? No, <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't he always say just, he always says man? Yeah, you want to have a governor, man? He's trying to do the California thing at King Ten. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, he can do anything he wants. It sounds like somebody, you know, blowing sunshine on their kid. You can be yeah, whatever you want, the Junior. Same thing. Like you can be anything you want to be. And yeah, yeah, which I think is. I don't really like that because it's not exactly true. Yeah. yeah. I, I know some people are like, oh, no, it's, look, some people are never going to be good at the piano, no matter how long they practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are never going to be good. Like, like Owen draws and he's phenomenal at drawing and doing all this stuff. I couldn't trace something. I know. You me know, neither. it's just like either got it or you don't. So I think that's kind of a lie that we tell that maybe we shouldn't, like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But apparently the politicians, you well, know. Well, Newsom can though. Yeah. Uh, these people can do whatever. They, they can, what, what was the word? Okay. I, I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor man. As a matter of fact, he can be anything he wants. I think the more appropriate thing he should have said is he can do whatever he wants because that's what right. Newsom that's did, what, especially yeah, during COVID. Do. He did yeah. whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah. Well, the rest of you, you know, remember when he was at that fancy French uh, restaurant in San uh-huh. Francisco? Yeah. Well, you couldn't go out and sit anywhere, you know, right. because you were going to get the cooties. Yeah. So anyway, he goes on. This is the final part, point here. He can have the job I'm looking for. 
So was that like secret code for something you, else? You got it, big boy. He's like winking at him. Yeah. But who knows with Biden? I mean, he's... Was that not everything script or was that just off the cuff? Yeah, it might have been. And then they're all hugging and stuff later and this <laughs> and that, you know. And, um, Biden was sniffing his hair. Anyway, he can he can have the job I'm looking for. So I, I really don't think Biden's going to be... Yeah, yeah. The nominee. Yeah. I think he, he might get to that point and then hand it off. I, but who the heck knows? I could be... I could be completely wrong with that one. So, yeah, you can be whatever you want, and maybe we'll have Gavin Newsom as president. Could you imagine? I don't think the American – you think the American people would would fall for that? Well, he won his recall election in California, so that's that's a lot of millions of people there. Yeah. How was California? You were over there for a couple days. Uh, $7 gas, and I noticed that in your pictures. I know, yeah, that was – I mean, we found some for four – to five dollars, but yeah. we saw signs that were over seven dollars for gas. Were there like people fleeing, coming across the border, get to get to Arizona, like get out? Was there like no, mass exodus? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. It's a beautiful place, but and they they screwed that up something oh, royally. It's just the traffic. It's so crowded and chaotic. The yeah. streets are crazy. The traffic is crazy. I mean, it just. We saw like the meditation rooms, you know, if you need to go meditate for a while, which I think a lot of them do because if not, man, that's not a good mental headspace to be in yeah. all the time. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we started off with the anger rooms last hour. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they have those. Well, they have, they have the meditation rooms, rooms but they might be in their LA. smashing monitors and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's hit on a few Arizona things. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, a border patrol agent was killed in an ATV crash near Douglas, um, responding to a call about quote unquote suspected illegals. <laughs> Sad. You know, it's that, that, that we're even seeing this stuff happen because, you know, probably frantic to get to the point because it's being overrun with, I don't know what happened, hit a light pole or something. Uh-huh. You know, it's sad to that 44 year old Freddie Ortiz was on an all train vehicle while responding to a call for what ABC 15 at a Phoenix says suspect, suspected undocumented immigrants. I just call them illegals. I mean, I guess that's not the politically correct term anymore. Yeah, I know. I mean, isn't they- that what it is? Illegals. Yeah, that, we had other just, names back in the day, but we don't. They get do that tired anymore. of that term, and so they reinvent a they new reinvent one. They reinvent it. Yeah, people on vacation, people on extended vacation, yeah. without proper documentation, yeah. we can make that even even longer. So that's too bad. The border crisis is just totally out of control down there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and really everywhere. It's, it's it's sad. I was talking with Eli Crane about that yesterday, and um, how there are Republicans trying to attach to these bills more. Funding more enforcement for the border, but nobody's taking it seriously. Yeah. It's kind of like the economic conditions and the debt and all that. Nobody's taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's, what it's going to take. Uh, I was reading the Verde Independent. So that's like kind of Camp Verde newspaper, Verde Valley, you know, in general, Cottonwood, all that. Um, and they were talking about the town of Camp Verde's business resource and innovation center. Uh, they got the Arizona Association for Economic Development's Golden Prospector Award, which I didn't even know was a thing, but to celebrate, quote unquote, unlocking prosperity and innovation. Uh, the Brick Success Story Economic Development Specialist Sissy Clark accepted the award on behalf of Brick and blah 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 blah. Um, okay, that's fine. I'm I'm glad she got an award. What caught my eye is I hate business incubators. Yeah, I just do. I I it's special I, treatment. Well, I don't even know if it's that. It's just this idea that the government 
and I know they bring in people that are like mentors and stuff and, and, you know, a lot of private business people, but it's still very government centric. And then they love to tout the awards and this and that. And they love to, you know, showcase the success stories. It's kind of like, how should I say this? When you go to Las Vegas and they got a picture of the person that won the happy slots or whatever and the $3 million and they didn't show you the 4 million other people. You know, it's like we helped, we helped Joe is now in a new home because he he got this brand new car. It's like, come on, you know, it's just like, that's, that's not really how it happens. Or the, you hear about the one great athlete that made it and not all the, um, I, I don't like the government involved in any way in business because I, first of all, it's very expensive. Flagstaff has a business incubator. Remember that thing? It's up there on the hill on on Cedar Uh Hill. Uh Then they added a second, like accelerator they called it yeah like there's this these stages just code for this is a new business and you know we're gonna help them along for a little bit to kind of get on their feet yeah and that means tax dollars being used to help pay their rent or help abate the property taxes or workers or whatever they need help paying for now let me be clear if you're someone who's gone through that you're going through it now, or maybe you've even come out of that and you've run a successful business. Uh-huh. I'm not bagging on you. Yeah. Not by any means. I'm just I'm saying. I'm just explaining what it is. Yeah. If you're running a successful business right now, and you even if you came through a business incubator, my guess is you were going to run a successful business either way because there's something something ingrained you in, in you that nobody, no government program, no special office space that's really nice because these are always – I mean, when we started our business – we were in the second room of our two-room apartment. Mm-hmm. Were we 20? Yeah. 20-ish, 21. 21. Literally second room of a really cheap, crappy apartment. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was real crappy, but it was, it was okay, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And then eventually we moved up from there and, you know, we got a cheap office space. That well, wasn't before very, that we bought our first. Oh, we house, bought our first house, and then we converted the garage or carport. One of the the bedrooms yeah. of the house. Yeah, exactly. Then we converted the carport exactly to a, another space, and then we were there. Then we rented yeah. a cheap, kind of crappy office space that hadn't been remodeled since 1972. By the way, later we bought that building and remodeled it, but yeah. that's a whole other story. Um, but we kind of worked up that way, and it's it's also a lot of people that like go to college for business school. And again, if you're going to college for business school, that's fine. And then you come out of college and you started a business and you're very successful. And some people accredit that to the college. Maybe that is the case. Don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong here. I'm not, I can't account for every situation, but I would bet that a lot of people that did that could have probably launched themselves. Either way. Either way. They would yeah. have paid for their education. I didn't go to college, but I paid for my education. Believe me, you went to college. Yeah. Um, I've paid for my education many, many times through decisions that you like learn on the street, learn on the mm-hmm. ground, yeah. doing this stuff. But I, yeah, I just don't like business incubators because I think it creates a whole other class of bureaucracy and, oh, we need this. Business needs the government to provide this space or needs – to be that center coordinating point that brings in mentors and other business owners. And without us, how would these businesses survive? And it's, it's a load, it's a load of crock. It's, 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 it's absolute garbage. Yeah. How could you survive without the incubator? You could. Meanwhile, a hundred other ones started from the ground up like us with no help. And they were just as successful. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So good for them for getting an award and you know, everybody gives awards. I'm, I'm going to give myself an award here pretty soon. You know I mean? It's yeah. just like, 
the award is when I hear from someone who's a, I've been a plumber and I got three trucks on the road and I've been doing this for 25 years. And I'm like, I know, man, I know what you went through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or I, um, I have an accounting practice and, you know, I've been grinding and, you know, I finally got my clients. I started going. with two clients. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I have a, yeah, I can think, I could, I could yeah. do this all day long. I know what you went through. And again, a business incubator guided by the government may bring in the people that they may bring, bring in, quite frankly, someone like me who, who, who knows who knows what it's like who 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 knows what it's like to go through success and failures and success and failures and ten more successes and then fifty failures you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but nothing um they, they don't know the story they don't know what it actually is there's no way they could yeah you know I'm talking about the bureaucrats and the and the, because they, how could they they don't they, there's they've no never way. done it there's no way so look if you're a business out there and you're just getting going and it, yeah I, hey if they're offering it I guess yeah you use every resource you can but the fact that we have taxpayer f- funds that are doing this stuff I think is wholly unnecessary well, and betting on the winners yeah, and yeah. losers this goes back to what I was talking about last hour about the special exemptions was that last hour I can't remember special exemptions for special people that have political connections mm-hmm. it's like okay I get it you're going to take advantage of whatever situation is thrown out there but the f- we shouldn't have to do that right. you know yeah you're good at business you're gonna figure it out you might even fail a couple of times you know I had on Jim Rogers famous investor author billionaire mm-hmm. I think he's a billionaire Right? And he's like, he, he, he went to Princeton and all these places, right? He's a poor, poor, poor kid from Alabama. He's living over in, um, what's that place called? Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. He became a very famous guy and very wealthy. And he always, and he would teach, he, he volunteered time to teach at schools, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on business and this. Mm-hmm. And he would tell him, well, just leave this class and go fail at two businesses. You're going to learn more than I'll ever tell you. Right. That's yeah. the reality. All right, folks. Yeah. Just wanted to share that with you. Business incubators, my my sore spot a little bit. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. Hey, I've, uh, we've owned probably since we started that business in the second room. We've always liked to own a little bit of physical gold and silver. Back then, though, we'd maybe get a junk dime because that's all we could afford. Yeah, that was when silver was like $5. Silver was $5. That dime was like, yeah, I'll give you that for 43 cents or something, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I've been using Justin and Desert Gold Exchange for years now. They do a great job, great customer service, very knowledgeable uh, business right here in Arizona. Uh, I want you to put them to the test as far as their price. Uh, I think it's guaranteed lowest commissions out there. You're going to find they have the lowest prices out there. Like I said, call them right now. Uh, mention a Jeff Orbit show. They're going to treat you like gold. Plus, they'll send you up a free investor's kit. Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, Subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Are you still happy with Eric Boltner and Lisa Boltner at Allstate Agency? Yeah, they've been doing great. Okay, they haven't made you mad or anything. No. That's good. They have great customer service. Uh, if you're looking at, for us, we were able to save money, a lot of money with our auto policies, home policies. Mm-hmm. Took us a couple of years to switch over. We wanted to make sure they were a real good company. Uh, they've got, and don't take my word for it, if you want to trust uh, the reviews on Google, 
five-star Google reviews. Just look up Eric Boatner, B-O-A-T-N-E-R, Eric Boatner Agency, if my word's not good enough or Angela's word's not good enough. Eric and Lisa Boatner at 928-774-8722. That's Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency, 928-774-8722. It's a sign of the times. I... um. When Angelo's gone in L.A., I picked up Owen. Olivia was staying late to do her play and rehearsal mm-hmm. and all that, and it, it, it got late. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to – I've got 10 minutes to get over there. It took 25 minutes to go just a few miles for me to get mm-hmm. get to him, right? So on the way back, I felt a little bad because he was just there with the three other kids. He was kids. probably worried you forgot him. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and the teacher's sitting there looking at me, you know, and she's like – Yep, dad's on pickup too. I was like, yeah, first time I'm picking him up this year. I, I drop him off quite a bit, but I don't do the pickup really. Yeah. And yeah, he was there with the three or four other kids with that the dads were probably picking <laughs> up that day. But anyway, I, I felt uh, kind of bad, so we stopped at a, a place to get a couple of uh, of, uh, of corn dogs. You know, very healthy for you. Yeah. It's got corn and dog and um, a drink, right? And I order, and I, I hit the. You know, I'm done, and, and I'm like, I forgot my wallet. I ran out so quick, I forgot my wallet. So I remembered that I had years ago, my truck's a 2005 Titan that I've got, so I've probably had that thing for, I, I bought it I in think like seven or eight. It was, was like it six? Was it six? Okay, so, yeah, I mean, that thing's getting close to 20 years old. So I don't know when I put that 10 bucks in there, but I stashed 10 bucks somewhere, right? Yeah. Because it's like, and that was probably like, oh man, I'm going to leave this 10 bucks in here. I might need that for gas or something. You didn't owe more than $10 because it seems like a couple corn dogs and a drink would cost more than 10. Well, I also have a change thing. Oh, right. Um, It's not the ash. They don't have the ashtray anymore, but it's that little thing on the left side. Yeah. Things overflowing. Just like like a little. I was getting ready to count nickels, dimes, and pennies. There's a few quarters in there and this and that. No, I remember that I stashed somewhere um, something and I found it. Surprise! Just as an emergency, you never know yeah. what's going to happen, right? I have a little bit of cash available. Uh, it was ten bucks, and it came out to be like six or seven bucks. It was mm-hmm. like happy hour at this place, right? Yeah. And um, you know where I'm talking about? They used to come out in roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> they should still do. They don't do that anymore. No, I never see them. Now skates. they don't even carry change. She had to go back in and make the change. Yeah. So nobody does cash no. anymore, right? And um, so anyway, today I um, I replaced it and. I put twenty bucks in, yeah, because of inflation. I mean, it's good. So when $10 I need it again, get barely. I mean, you can't yeah. get barely two oh. gallons of gas with that. Yeah, you're not going to get very far. Well, yeah. in California, maybe you get three gallons now, maybe. Yeah, three. Okay, maybe three. Right now, maybe three. California, you're, you're getting a gallon and a. I've done that before, though. You know, in my Datsun B210 when I was in high school. You know, this would be in the early '90s, right? Roll into the gas station on fumes, and I would be searching through the coins to find like. 99 cents for a gallon of yeah, gas and yeah. you get a gallon of gas enough to get home and then hopefully scrounge Find up some money and else. get back to the gas station. Yeah. It was pretty cheap in the nineties night. It was in the 90 cent range. I remember the for, dollar for, days, quite, for yeah. quite a while and you could get a 59 cent taco at the old uh, Taco Bell there. But yeah, prices have gone up obviously quite a bit. That's why maybe you need uh, some financial planning. Look, I don't tell you how to plan or how to invest in. I can't do that. Of course. 
You no. got you got to think for yourself. You got to seek out your financial counsel or, 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 or whoever that is. Why don't you give Glenn Lease the call at WT Wealth Management? At least talk with him about uh, what's going on in your financial life. Um, Glenn's a fiduciary who shares. I think he shares a lot of the same values that you do. You've heard him on the program here many times over the years. Try to give him on every couple of weeks. Uh, Glenn can give you a second opinion on maybe your investment strategy. I mean, it's worth a call. Check it out. See if it's a good fit. Usually, you know, when you talk to someone and after a few minutes, you're like, okay. Yeah, if you like him or like, not. Yeah, I can stand yeah. you. And, um, I've always been able to stand Glenn. That's why he comes back on the show <laughs> time and time again. 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. 928-225-2474. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Where did they come up with these studies? There's a study in Forbes. Forbes advisor ranked Phoenix the worst place to travel with your dog. Oh. <laughs> I knew there was a reason why I didn't want to go down there. Yeah. Yeah, worst place. I guess they serve at 10,000 people. Um, of the country's 98 biggest cities, Phoenix ranked, and they did a wallop of a job here, zero. They got zero out of 100. Oh, I was going to say, as the how categories. can you rank zero? No, they, well, they, they got like zero out of all the cat. They just oh. like they just like epic. I don't so know they how you could make get, the scale at all. Yeah, they oh. were just they were ranked the worst city for traveling with your with your dog. They did like things like uh, how many clinics there are for dogs and oh. stuff. Which I don't. There's got to be places down there. People have pets. Um, pet friendly restaurants, which I just think is weird. Just leave your pets. I don't know. Yeah, I, I always think outside more and more with the yeah, dogs but I, I like like okay, you're outside on like the patio type thing or something, uh-huh. and you've got a dog. Okay, that's one thing. I think that's where the dogs and stuff should be outside. Uh, yeah, not yeah. inside. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna allow the dogs in the restaurant, then most should bring back smoking too. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it's just like I just don't know if I want dogs licking around and yeah, one of them's gonna go to the bathroom or Even something. Even a well-behaved like dog can yeah. So they based yeah. on that and extreme weather. I think extreme weather is a big one because obviously you can't leave your dog in the car. Right. You know, and, and, and things like that. Or even trying to walk them outside and it's 105, 110 and, yeah. you know, it's just who not wants a happy to go walk your dog for exercise then? Yeah, so worst, worst city out there. I don't even like dogs when you go to, like, the grocery store or something. And whatever, what yeah. has happened with this emotional support thing? You know, all the, all the, everybody's got an emo. it's like they get some certificate and it's like, oh, I have to have my dog because it's, what, really? Okay, so I was hey, in come on. Walmart. Yeah. Probably six months ago. I don't know. I'm standing looking at the sunscreen, looking at different sunscreens. And I, I smell this. Like, smells like dog poop. Oh, no. And someone had their dog in the store on a leash, and it pooped in the, you know, like in the main walkway. And it wasn't just one pile. It was like little <laughs> drops for about 10 feet. I'm not kidding. 
And, and it, wonderful. A couple of us around there were kind of like, uh, ma'am, your dog. It's like leaving a trail. It was gross. Yeah, that's gross. Did she pick it up or he? I think they got a person to come to. I, I can't See, remember. No, I that, think that, I left because I didn't That should be unacceptable. They should have to. They have she to probably did. Up. I'm sure it's, well, that's, but it's just, it smells though. And you're in a store. It's gross. I left. That's the, pro- especially for, yeah. okay, maybe you go into the Home Depot and I see people coming with the dog. Okay. Yeah, it's a two by four. I know it wasn't her fault or anything. I know, but, but that's the point. The, when yeah. a dog has to go to the bathroom, they don't have any shame about going to the bathroom. Yeah, it's like, just, it's time. Yeah. I, it's not my problem. I'm in the Safeway or wherever. Yeah. I mean, or the Walmart yeah. or whatever the heck. You know, it's just like, I, I got to go. Yeah. This, this is happening. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you're sitting and the there. And the person kept walking and didn't realize that. And then it, it, it was. Even yeah. if they were, didn't re, did realize, what are they going to do? Stop the process? Well, no, but they. It wouldn't be stretched out across like 10 feet of the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, the store. dog's like, hey, stop. I'm trying <laughs> to do something here. Yeah, but what, what, do, you, what, do, you, you, what do you do? And then you got to pick it. But well, the fact that you got to pick it up is gross. Maybe you think next time about taking your dog yeah. into the store while you I shop. Don't I don't know where this all Why happened. Why does where, the dog need to be there? I know. It's just like I, I will take, especially this time of year when it's cooler, it's like our, our dog's name is Addie, and she goes all over the place. She'll go to, yesterday I dropped um, – kids off at school and then i had a mm. breakfast meeting and i didn't bring her into the restaurant she's, yeah. like, she's sitting in the car i could see her i was waving her while i was eating, <laughs> eating the food i was like mm, bacon yeah you came <laughs> you back in you smell like sausage. yeah and she, um you know she's fine she's just yeah. hanging out she's like she's she just sleeps she's gonna be sleeping on the couch at home if, yeah. it wasn't, if she wasn't there but i didn't even think i don't even think oh i gotta bring her in and I know somebody listening right now yeah. is like, I bring my dog everywhere. My dog won't do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. It, it's also whenever I see dogs, like, especially when the kids are younger, maybe you're out and even hiking or something and the dog runs up and they're like, oh, it's fine. My dog is nice. It's like a pit bull. And yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm sure it's nice. Keep, keep your dog away from <laughs> Nobody likes your dog. I mean, most right. people don't like especially other people's you have little dogs. Kids, yeah. just, I mean, that's yeah. just, okay. I should say I love dogs, but. I don't know your dog. dog. I don't has trust been your one dog. That's like you know gets off or or whatever oh, yeah, you know yeah. chases something and someone's concerned and we just like hey, no she's she's nice and yeah. just it's it's like a natural response oh, that you want to nice. assure the person oh, that yeah, yeah, our dog nice. is nice. The pit bull was nice until it wasn't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, one more animal one here. This is all over the Phoenix news. Apparently, there was a unicorn sighting at the Petrified National yeah. um, Forest. You know what? Just. Uh, East of Flagstaff, which is a pretty cool place to go. Yeah, we, way, we went there a couple of years ago, two, three years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, out there. Well, it's not like outside of Holbrook, right? Yeah, Holbrook. Yeah, just outside of Holbrook. And, you know, I mean, people think like Petrified Forest is going to be like standing trees and stuff. It's not like yeah. that. But there's yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, remnants of, I guess it got fossilized and cased. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. It's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um, but there's a, yeah, unicorn sighting, I guess. Some game cam in the uh, parks. Uh-huh. Park put out the, the video or whatever. And yeah, people are like, oh, look at this. this is like a new species. I, it's kind of a joke and just a kind of soft oh, okay. heart. But yeah, you know, the Phoenix, the city folk are like, wow, what they get is excited that? about those things. Yeah, one horn, you know, uh-huh. one. It was, um, it's an elk. It just had one antler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're all flipping out about we this had thing. an elk with one antler in our yard once. You yeah, this that? stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. They lose, oh. well, because eventually they lose them. Eventually, and, some, uh, sometimes so they lose they one. fall off at the same time. Yeah, but people in Phoenix get really excited oh, yeah, about that yeah. stuff. It's like, yeah, I got elk in the front yard. Chase them away. Uh-huh. So they try to eat the tree, and they make a disaster yeah. out of the yard, you know? So it's like, yeah, Phoenix people are fun. All right, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I, we love Phoenix people. Too. We're offending everybody today. Dog lovers. I know. One 
one uh, antlered elk. Incubator people. Business incubator people. Is there anyone left? <laughs> Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, you, hey, you can pick on me too. It's it's all good. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. Uh, remember to call my good friends at uh, Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street. Somebody who's been in business a long time. When you know someone's there for a long time, you know they've gone through all the trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. And, and they provide what works. a good, and a they good provi- service. Yeah, you can't provide crappy service for very long or rip people off or whatever, you know, and get away with shoddy service or anything like that for very long, especially in a, a smaller city, smaller yeah. communities before that. Yep, you know, I know, you mm-hmm. know. So it's, it's like somebody shows up with a bunch of, you know, windshield glass and some kind of kit they bought on, like, Amazon to fix your windshield for half price in the alley. Uh-huh. Whew, be a little sketchy yeah, no. about that, but... Diamond Auto Glass, they do a great job. They've been doing it for years. They'll fix that rock ship. They'll get you a new windshield, and uh, they're going to take really good care of you. Check out thedifferencesclear.com. That's thedifferencesclear.com. Or just zip on by right there on 4th Street. Stop on buying, and, and they'll take really good care of you. Hang tight. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show Another one here. I'm on Fox News. It's that another one in that rage room. I haven't heard anything ever about this. Talking about it last hour, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where people are going to smash up screens and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I guess. I've never heard of it, but I guess. Who knows? Yeah, that's kind of like if you drive around Phoenix or LA for a while. I guess you're. Yeah, I'd probably want a fit of rage as well. Go in the rage room. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, you saw a lot of there was because you always see a lot of Teslas and Flagstaff. They were yeah. Loaded there's more and more there. you see them, but there yeah. was a lot in uh, in the LA area. Like the the closer we got to the city, the more there was. We actually saw a de- dealership too. No, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you got to go down to Scottsdale. Yeah, because yeah. Bruce told Bruce Sidlinger told us that he had mm-hmm. to to get it repaired or anything. Yeah. You got to go down there. L.A. is a good spot for him. I mean, well, yeah. Unless you're, not, you're stuck in a traffic jam like I was, I would be worried about my car running out of juice, and you can't go anywhere. Yeah, but if you're not driving, you're not move, using as much energy. I True. mean, it's just like yeah. your gas engine. But if you have the AC any, on or something, I don't know. I guess, but same could be said about gas. I mean, you kind of yeah. know your range and. You know, I think if you're yeah. going to run out of I, There is a lot of one. charging, too. Yeah, you there's know, probably... We saw it at hotels. We saw it at the mall. There's a lot of... At the, we went to the Santa Monica Pier, and there was a charging station there. Yeah. And then it said... Um, there was a sign there that said, if you, you, you're you using the charging, um, if you don't... It, it They close it at a certain time, the, char- the ability to charge your car. And if you don't pick up your car before that time is up, it costs you a dollar a minute. Dollar every a minute? minute you're late. Wow. Why would they have a time limitation on charging a car? That's just what the little, it's like a little tiny, Yeah, you is, know. It, is it because people are like using it as a, because parking's a problem over there. Yeah, it could be a parking thing. Maybe you're not paying, because you have to pay to park everywhere. Yeah. 
And I don't know if the charging ports, if you get charged for those or if uh, you must. Right? Yeah, I, I don't mean, know it, how the charging yeah, works. Yeah, I've never figured that out either. Seems I know like you'd pay for it. You must have to pay for it because I know Bruce Sidlinger has mentioned with his Teslas when he was an early in person. Yeah, so his includes and he had like unlimited supercharging. Yeah, supercharging yeah. or whatever for life. But if you don't life, have that, which you probably you got to pay for don't it. now because, yeah. yeah, so they pay for them. So, well, yeah, if you don't pick it up in time, then you're going to get a dollar. Well, yeah, why wouldn't you charge that? Because, I mean, it's obviously electricity costs money. And if uh-huh. Tesla, why should they have to pay for your fuel? Yeah. So we had this, this conversation fuel. about that um, in, while we were driving was, does the money that people pay to charge to use the electric, does any of that get, ta- is there taxes in that that help go to the roads and stuff that the Teslas are driving on all the roads? But do. Probably not. Well, Probably not. Well, that should. That's been a big debate, um, and we've talked about it even in, here in Arizona and everything because there's the gas tax, and in the U.S. there's yeah. Well, I mean, the gas in Arizona costs the same as the gas in California to get there, but some reason it's two, three dollars more at some places. Oh, that's that's taxes. So it's that's extra taxes, taxes yeah. right? Yeah. So is the Tesla charging place? Contributing to the taxes I, I, I for the I roads and highways, and I don't know. I can tell you the debate nationally and in states, though, is because there's a gas tax. Arizona, for example, has an 18 cent per gallon tax. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that's what it is off the top of my head. And then when you look at the sticker on the gas pumps in Arizona, there's also an 18 cent federal tax. So mm-hmm. there's an 18 cent federal tax. So every state is, is getting hit with that, right? Right. But that's when you're at the pump. I, yeah, I don't know if it's the same the for diesel. Though. No, I don't. I don't think there is, unless unless well, the they're state, using the roads too. Well, though. no, that's been the argument. Is that's why governments want to get to a point where they there's a and the technology is already there, but they want to make sure that there's the box in your car or whatever that calculates you pay per you pay per mile mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because that way, for the what, for what are we talking here? Three or four or five percent. Even if we get to fifty percent, like whatever the number is, as you get more electric cars, if we go that route, mm-hmm. they're paying then per they mile. Would be paying yeah, they, so there yeah. would be a, a mileage type of tax. Yeah. Versus the gas tax, because the gas tax, like in Arizona, hasn't changed in. It's been fixed, I, I believe. Like I said again, eighteen cents per gallon mm-hmm. forever, and that was put in place a long time ago. It might have been the eighties, maybe even before, and. Mileage on vehicles, though, has also increased. That's the thing that the the people who just want us to switch to electric always discount is the gas cars have gotten so much more efficient, right? And yeah. they're going much further. Unless you cho- even the big ones have gotten better, but most people's cars are getting twenties, thirties, forties mile mile per gallon. Right. Yeah. Back in the day, you had a big V six or V eight or whatever, and it just it's was like ten. It, yeah, it's just yeah. exactly. It's just they were tanks. And big heavy cars, and you, so it's um, you didn't get as much. So you're using a lot more gas. So it hasn't. I guess it hasn't kept up. Uh-huh. Um, but then again, like Arizona, they they had the budget surf surpluses, and there was some talk about doing a uh, like a stay on the gas tax for like a year yeah. to, to to help people out because mm-hmm. everybody uses gas, whether you realize it or not. Everybody's paying for that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but no, they haven't changed that. In, in a long time. So they probably will, though, if there's more. If everyone's going to electric vehicles. There was a lot of Teslas in, in the L.A. area. Hit on the freeways. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you had to drive that crap every day and you're stuck in traffic, wouldn't you like to have a self-driving vehicle? Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, would you? I don't know if you trust it in six lanes of crazy traffic, but yeah. 
I mean, it'd be much better. You could do some office work. You right, these people are, you're supposed to be paying attention, right? But I bet uh-huh. you they're sitting there watching Netflix. Yeah. Right. Oh, Making yeah. phone calls, doing video conference that, or this or yeah. that. I mean, if you had to drive that every day, oh, I don't know how people do it. Oh, me neither. I, I hated driving this yeah. past couple of days. Yeah. It was just awful. Yeah. yeah. Awful driving. And like we were saying last time we said something, the, uh, we, we, well, we, we went there because Isabel is going to be studying abroad in Greece and she needs a student visa. And most places don't require in person showing, showing up in person for the visa. Yeah. You can just, you send it you out. It. If you yeah. need a visa, you send your passport and your application, which they require an in person. Yeah. And so the closest Greek consulate office is, is in LA, in LA <laughs> which we're lucky that it's close enough. We could drive to, and we did it. Turned around, came back, yeah, basically. like a 40 hour, 48, 48 hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Jaunt. Uh, well, because the appointment was in the middle of the day, and so it was like too close to drive, you know, either way in the same day. Yeah. Like we couldn't make it there in the morning before the appointment, nor could we make it home after the appointment. So we you had to take You could you're just not committed. Yeah. But that's okay. Well. Uh, you need a test. Yeah, them. anyway, the Greek consulate location was only two miles from the Santa Monica pier. Mm-hmm. So we're like, Oh, well let's, let's go. We're this close. We're only two miles away. Let's do it. 20 minutes later, <laughs> 20 minutes. You we're walked. at the pier. I know I could have walked <laughs> yeah, there in 20 walked. minutes. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I don't know how people do it. There. Yeah. But um, it was interesting. The visa process for her, she had to have all this bunch of paperwork, all these documents lined up. Yeah. And I just kind of, I guess I had this idea that it was like the Greek embassy and it's like the, Greek you, you thought they were going to be like columns? Well, I don't know. You know yeah, I mean, people I, I really, togas I or something. Have, like flags, and you know, you see stuff in the movies, and it's yeah. like this grandiose thing. Maybe that's just the American embassies. I don't know, but it was. <laughs> we like spend in, a lot. It was in this high rise building, nondescript building, and it was like down the hallway, just a normal office door, and you walk in there like you would any other business, and you had to buzz the, to get in. Yeah, even you had to like, ring the doorbell the doorbell to get bell. into the office, yeah. and they had to yeah come open it and. Had to take and then the inside, I didn't go inside because she was instructed to come alone. Yeah, yeah, that's sketchy. And so I don't know if that was like a COVID thing or if it's just because we they, have a they tiny little office. Like I was thinking, okay, what's well, in this big um, building? But well, maybe they occupy like the whole floor, and it's like the whole thing. No, no it's like an office down a hallway in this white hallway. <laughs> And uh, so I didn't go in there, but Isabel said that all there is is just like a some small waiting out. room and, and some Ooh. cubicles. They're good. They're good. So, they're being good stewards of, of the taxpayer, yeah. the Greek but she taxpayer got the visa, dollars. So we're yeah. good on that. She's, and she's taking yeah. the picture and stuff, and I'm looking. I'm like, where's like the columns and the be- the, the backdrop? No, you know, there's none. Of that. I'm so mean. I'm like, did they did they well, give you like, some? Did they have, have some, some baklava, baklava yeah. or something? Something. <laughs> yeah. All right. Some uzu. Some uzu. Here's <laughs> <laughs> your shot. Opa. All right. Hey, I hope you all have a great night. Tomorrow, uh, weekly roundup. We'll, we'll be back here. Do it all again. Subscribe to the podcast. In the meantime, take care. We'll see you soon.